Yeah. It's for my lady, Mary Jane. I love you, baby. This is for you. If tomorrow all the weed were gone, or I couldn't find a light, and all I had left was the resin that's in my pipe, I give thanks for all the herb that on this earth was planted, and I swear I'd never again take my weed for granted. And I'm proud to be a stoner. Don't you dare fucking judge me. Drink and smoke your cigarettes. Leave me with my weed. Won't you stand next to me? And defend the lady of the flame. Cause there ain't no doubt I love the herb. God bless the Mary Jane. From the dispensaries in California to the retail shops in Colorado, we're firing up dabs and doobies. We're all gonna get fucking blotto from Seattle to LA, over to Denver, then to Boston. We're blazing up from coast to coast, cause weed is fucking awesome. I'm proud to be a stoner, don't you dare fucking judge me. Drink and smoke your cigarettes, leave me with my weed, won't you stand next to me? And defend the lady of the flame, cause there ain't no doubt I love this herb. God bless the Mary Jane. I'm proud to be a stoner, don't you dare fucking judge me. Shove your judgment up your ass, leave me with my weed, won't you stand next to me. And defend the lady of the flame, cause there ain't no doubt I love this herb. God bless the Mary Jane. Beautiful. Oh, God, I got a fucking beautiful voice. Indeed. Welcome, everyone. Stern Jesus Show Live. I know. That's a rough way to start. That's fine. That's fine. Get it out of the way. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 6, Verse 35. We're doing it live as we do most Sunday nights. YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter, <clears throat> excuse me, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. It is June 11th, 2023, as we do this. If you want to email the show, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. You can reach us there, as always. You want to join our group of hardcore fans of the show on Facebook. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Seek, and ye shall find all the social media. A lot of it scrolling along the bottom if you're watching the video version of the show. Social media, discount codes I'm going to be talking about later, all that stuff we found 
stonerjesus.net. Yes, and just that. Also, later on tonight, we'll talk about a tweet, a specific tweet, and a subject I don't get into a lot, but it needs to be gotten into a little bit. And then a quarter after or so, Azen03 will join us. She called last week, thinking she was listening to the show, but she actually called into the show. This week, a more proper introduction, interview, talk about some interesting things in her life. And, uh, you know, we do what we do. Talk about interesting shit. At least sometimes. Most times it's, you know, it's dumb stuff that I think up. But um, I'm trying to get away from that a little bit. It hasn't been so successful. The show focused on me hasn't been so successful thus far. In any case. All that going on tonight. As I said, sternjesus.net for all information on the show. Now this tweet. I'm going to talk about that. Then we'll get into some promo codes. <clears throat> Excuse me. This person on Twitter, known for saying dumb things. But I want to use this tweet to point out something which used to be fairly obvious. Now, this is, uh, you may know her, Nina Turner. Says dumb shit all the time on Twitter. And this one was from a little over a week ago. I wanted to do it last show, last week, with some technical issues and just all kinds of fucking issues with the, the day I had and everything I backed up and it was just fucked from the beginning. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So we didn't do the show last week, so I'm going to do it this week. The tweet, as you can see there, is very simple. For those of you listening on audio, I'll read it for you. Nina Turner quoted on June 3rd, quote, If someone says they're a woman, they're a woman. Not a tough concept. Now, there was a time in this country when something so brazenly stupid would just be discounted by most people. It's not the world we live in anymore. Hold on. Pardon me for a moment. I haven't smoked enough. I'm a <coughs> THC deficient. So I work on that during the show. Because I have the time before the show. Anyway, as I was saying, here's the problem. And again, I'm, this is not a, a trick thing. I, the problem is obvious to most people with this statement. You can't just say you're something. Me saying I'm a woman doesn't make me a woman. And once you cross that line... To where what you say equals reality without any intervening steps. See, there's got to be some steps between what you say and reality. Some sort of objective measurement of that reality. Whether it's your eyeballs or biology or whatever. I can't say I'm a black man. And I can. I'm a black man. But here's the thing. I'm not. You see the problem? You can't. I can't say I'm Robert De Niro. I can. Watch me do it. I'm Robert De Niro. But here's the problem. I'm not. I'm clearly not Robert De Niro. I didn't, let me check my bank account real quick. Nope, I'm not. Once you cross the line, into the realm of saying, hey, 
if I say something that makes it true, that makes a reality, then all bets are off. Nothing means anything at all. If there's no more reality or no more at least striving for reality, if there's a dis, just discounting reality, then all bets are off. That's it. There's no basis for discussion. There's no basis for for debate. There's no basis for cohesion. There's no basis for living in harmony or whatever you want to call it. All that's gone. And there's a growing number of these delusional people. I saw a tweet. I didn't uh, bookmark it like I did this one. But I can tell you what it said. Basically, uh, someone who claimed to be a gynecologist, they asked them if Dylan Mulvaney came into your office and... If Dylan Mulvaney came into your office as a gynecologist, would you treat Dylan Mulvaney as you would treat a woman? And this person who claims to be a gynecologist said, yes, they would. And that's fucking nuts. That's fucking nuts. What if she, Dylan Mulvaney, has prostate cancer? What if her stomach hurts? You can give her a pregnancy test? Um, maybe, <clears throat> maybe the only uh, course of action is a hysterectomy. You're going to do that? It, and it's not something I'm going to harp on, but fuck, man, come on. Once you, and that's what, that's what worries me about everything here going forward. The growing number of people that discount reality completely. And that's just the world they live in. There's no living with those people. I don't want to get into the concept of national divorce. Um... But, I mean, you can't go, this, this can't, this can't work. It won't. It won't work. How it ends, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not hopeful and or optimistic. You know what I do have, though? I got promo codes, that's right. See how deftly I, uh. Transition there, the professional broadcaster I am. Look at that shit right there. You want some hot sauce? I'm sure you do. Hey, motherfucker. You want some hot sauce or what? SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use code SJ15 for 15% off any free bottle of sauce. Excuse me another moment while you take that in. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use code SJ15 for 15% off and a free bottle of sauce. Do you think that was it? Oh, no. Wait, there's more. Need seeds? That's right. And I should be pulling up the websites for this. I know, but I'm not. I'm doing it differently. I'm changing it up. Variety. Making it uh, dynamic. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know. But maybe you want some seeds. Maybe you want to grow some weed. Because as I've said before, we need more good weed grown. If you're going to grow shitty weed, don't bother. Go fucking graffiti a park bench or something. Leave the good weed growing to people who want to grow good weed. There's enough shit. If you want seeds for that, and you want 20% off, off of those seeds, use code STONERJESUS20, coastalmary.com. Again, all these links, promo codes, all that shit. Listen in every podcast episode at stonerjesus.net. Go get 20% off your seeds, auto-flowering seeds, feminized seeds, CBD seeds. Great Canadian seed company. 
Coastal Mary, use code standardjesus 20 But wait, we got one more. Maybe you need a bong, a bubbler, a silicone pipe, a wooden pipe, a metal pipe. You need some kind of accessories. You need a dab rig. I don't know. You need a grinder. You need an online head shop that just happens to have hundreds and hundreds of products. You get that with nextbardo.com. Use code stonerjesus. That's all one word, stonerjesus, to get 10% off of your order, whatever it may be. I would say tell them Stoner Jesus sent you, but that's what the code does. It's the, you know, the updated version of, hey, Stoner Jesus sent me. They know. They get it. They'll see my name. One more bong rip. Fucking A. As I said, there's promo codes. There's more as well. StonerJesus.net. Go check that shit out. Fucking losing weed out of this. Hold on. God. It's live. It's live TV radio. Whatever this is. Video casting. I don't even know. I do it. I don't know what the fucking... I don't know how to explain to people what I do for a living. Or part of my living. In any case. I talk on the... I put my dumb face on the internet. <laughs> That's what I do. Look at my dumb face. In any case. Sternjesus.net for all that. It's much easier to go to Sternjesus.net. I know I'm, I'm long-winded. It's fine. You can find it there. It's much easier. Holy crap. I think I'll be better at this by now. And yet, here we are. Anyway, this is chapter six, verse 35. I know that went out on Twitter. Everything looks good on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna bring Azen03 on here in a moment. And talk about all kinds of, uh, like I said, cool shit. The cool shit going on. Uh, and, oh, fuck, I knew I was getting something. I'm fucking racking my brain. Saying, Joe Stern, Jesus, you're forgetting something. The smoke out. Damn. Myself and Shelly Martinez, former pro wrestler. She's also a model, content creator. All that good shit. We do a show. You can come on with us and smoke. This week, on Wednesday, we're going to watch... Leprechaun in the Hood. That's right. We're going to do a watch-along and a smoking game. Which, in reality, just means that I, I looked up a drinking game for Leprechaun in the Hood on Google or whatnot. My name is Google. It doesn't matter. I don't know why I even bother saying it. It's a search engine. I searched it. You guys know how that works. I found a drinking game for Leprechaun in the Hood. But I'm not a drinker. Shelly's not a drinker. We're not going to get alcohol poisoning watching a fucking movie. We are, on the other hand, going to get really fucking high. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. All the free podcast links are there. More information about myself and Shelly. Also, the link to the Patreon where you can subscribe. You can get on our Discord with us. All that shit on Patreon. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. If you're watching this live or in the next couple of days, there's still time to join us. If you're a $5 subscriber, you come on the StreamYard session with us. You'll be there the whole show. The entire episode. Watch the show. Uh, watch the movie with us. Play the smoking game with us. All that stuff. All that stuff happens at the Patreon. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. Join the Smokeout. Because it's cool. We are cool. You want to be cool too. So go do that shit. Thank you. In advance. Now, on the old uh, video 
connection. What is that called? I don't know. It's a video. It's a video call on a video cast that also goes to podcasts on various platforms at a later date. And that's in a nutshell what I do. <laughs> Why is it so complicated to explain? Anyway, on the video chat we have Azen03 who did call in last week, accidentally thinking she was listening to the show, which is cool because I'm taking I'll get listeners anytime way any way I can. Even if it's by accident. In fact, that's how I got most of them, was by accident. She's on the video chat. We're going to bring her up now, as long as this works. There we go. Did I mute her? Did I mute you? You are muted. You have yourself muted. There Hola. we go. What is going on? Viva la Mexico. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, taking the time to come on and, and being in this uh, the silliness we got going on here. Hey, I mean, what else would I be doing other than like just talking shit on Twitter, right? That's right. That's what I'd do if I wasn't live right now. Big hey, some you know what? You're talking about all this transgender stuff. You better be careful. You know Candace Owens show just got suspended on YouTube for talking about it. I, you know, I I live in con well, I mainly live in fear of losing my Twitter account. I don't much anymore because of Elon and things are better. But there's always shit I would say on Twitter. I think to myself, you know. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have said that, but I don't want to censor myself, but I also don't want to lose my 120,000 fucking followers because that would suck. But Listen, if I get this on YouTube, uh, you know, it is what it is. I just say fuck it all and say exactly what you mean. That's the problem. People are liars now, so I feel like if everyone was just honest, we wouldn't end up with bad relationships and <laughs> bad business deals and everything if everybody was just honest. And I, I'm not good at keeping track of what you're not allowed to say, what words, what groups you're not allowed to make fun of. I just, I can't keep up with a lot of this shit. So I end up making fun of or saying things about people that uh, may get me in trouble. Fortunately, I'm not big enough to get in any real trouble. I said, if I, get, I have 330 subscribers on YouTube and they kick me off there, what the fuck am I going to do? You think that I only have like 950 give or take because literally as soon as people subscribe they take them right away so and i've lost five youtube channels and um i literally just came off of a suspension so they just uh, youtube is weird i get i'll get strikes and shit from stuff i did like parody songs i did 10 years ago they're doing just, that they're doing a cleanup thing because you know that the WHO and all the big pharma, they're running YouTube. They're giving them their guidelines. They're like they're creating the community guidelines. It's not even like a YouTube thing. Well, YouTube is complicit in it, but they're yeah. not the boss. Yeah, it's you know, it's such a weird thing. You know, you hear the term conspiracy theorists thrown around a lot. Obviously, you should discredit people who are basically describe people who go against the mainstream narrative. You know, I remember listening to Alex Jones like 12 years ago talking about, you know, Oh, I think we lost a uh, Asian or at least she went black. Anyway, uh, you still hear me yeah, uh, Alex Jones talking about um, what was considered crazy at the time, like the NSA spying on us, reading our emails, all that stuff, stuff that we just know now today to just be, common knowledge yes if i write an email the nsa is reading it i i assume with this fucking cell phone that i have 
that everything I say is being recorded. Mm-hmm. They knew everything that's going on in my fucking life. Yep. I'll talk about me and my wife were talking the other day about uh, her back problems. And I go on Facebook or Instagram and there's a back, neck and spine center fucking 10 miles from here that I've seen 50 ads for since that day. Yep. This shit is, is crazy. And, and now, yeah. and one of the good things about COVID, at least one of the very few things that came out of COVID, I think there are more people now who, when they hear the official narrative of something, something in the back of their head just goes, you know what? That's probably bullshit. Uh, you know, I, and I've been in like for a long time, but to see other people getting that way is at least it's, I guess it's something. Yeah. No, listen, it's a beautiful day because like, People don't believe the news anymore. They know that if they turn on the news, they're getting fed a whole bunch of lies and bullshit. So that's the that's the great thing about COVID. COVID has opened the door to so many things. And um, the great thing is that people are really looking for podcasts like this. Like, even though they're not showing me that you have any views or anything like that, but Regular people who are trying to find out what the hell is really going on, they're not turning on CNN. They're not turning on MSNBC. And at this point, they're not even turning on Fox since they fired Tucker Carlson. So, you know, everybody's pretty much got it that they're all bought out and they're all here just to push a narrative. Like, have you watched that series, um, Successions? No. I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it yet. When you get some time... You can binge watch it. It's four seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's literally what you're watching right here. I mean, not COVID, but just showing you how media really works. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson even did an interview with some guy. I can't remember. It was some time ago um, this year. And Tucker Carlson said that the media is not here to tell you what's going on, to give you news. They're there to just confirm whatever the narrative is that the higher-ups want you to believe. It has nothing to do about informing you with what's going on. Nothing. Yeah. The great thing about the internet is like it's, it's been like that always, but we're just now, we just now have the, the technology and the mechanisms to kind of subvert that at least somewhat. I mean, they still have a pretty firm grip on what's going on, even on the internet. But we still now have an avenue that wasn't available you know, 20 or 30 years ago to reach people and to show them that yeah. it's really just a small group of people that control pretty much everything. Isn't and, that the craziest part? Yeah. Like when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of everything, you really see that, I mean, you're talking the smallest percentage that you could possibly think of are literally running, not just America, but the entire world. It's Mm -hmm. not that many people that are pulling these strings and yet they've created a situation where they've been able to literally control billions of people simultaneously. And, and and everybody's just walking to the, um, it's a a music video called float on. Um, I'm trying to remember who sings the song. I can't remember. Um, I want to say modest mouse. It is. It's Modest Mouse. I love that song. That (laughs) video speaks volumes. (laughs) It speaks volumes because they show the sheep like following behind the other one into the slaughterhouse. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly 
what's happening. And it's a shame, but you know, like I said, there are there are silver linings. And we just get on here. Even my my little small part that I do, you know, it's something that's better than uh, better than just giving up and not doing anything at the very least. Not acquiescing. You know, it's 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 it really is something to that. And I was telling my husband today, I say, you know, the people who chose to stand up this time, you know, like this was the only time that you had to take a firm stand with anything in our lifetime. You know, mm. you had uh, the older generation where the ones who stood up for the civil rights and things like that, you know, that was their time to stand for something, even though we even know now that all of that was orchestrated, but that's a whole yeah. nother story. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, you know, this time, the people who decided to go left and right because I'm even scared to even say what the word is because we're on YouTube and you can't say it. <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> but the people who are watching this, they know that the people who chose to do it and the people who chose not to do it, you know, the people who chose not to do it are really going to be rewarded. And that's the other thing is, it's like, I don't like to like, talk terrible about the people who did it because everybody's circumstance is different. People mm. have families. You know, everybody has a, a different reasoning for whatever. But I'm talking about the people who are just completely brainwashed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the people who just whatever the news is telling you, it's just like, yes, that is matter of fact. Even though they know that it's documents and records and phone calls with people who literally killed JFK and they know that the CIA will call it to him. You know what I mean? Like, even though we know these things, we know that the FBI and the CIA killed Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Like, we know these organizations are corrupt. This isn't even taboo to even talk about. And even with us knowing these things, people still will just, like I said, get go just follow that sheep right into the, the slaughterhouse. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's you hard. Know, it's funny. I, I, I make a, it's, it's a bad joke. I know it's a bad joke, but it's still funny <laughs> nonetheless. I say, you know, like how everybody, the, the whole narrative is, is that, you know, Gates is doing this whole population control and, you know, trying to keep the population under this whatever, whatever's was inscribed on the Georgia Godstones. You know, it's like when you start talking to some of these people who are for, you know, saying that our government is so lovely and has never lied to us and never deceived us and never poisoned us. You start saying like, well, maybe Bill Gates was on to something because they're the ones that did it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think it's hard, especially if you grew up in public school <coughs> in the United States. Hell yeah. You, know, you never really realize the level of indoctrination. You did. Goes on from the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning all the way to the end, the, you know, the whitewashing of the history or whatever. It's all. We're rah rah. We're the best. Everybody else is a backwards country and a backwards culture, and you know, USA number one or whatnot. And it's hard to shake that level of indoctrination. I'm, I was a, I politically, I guess I could be described as a neocon up until you know the Iraq War. I mean, I was one of those people like, oh, 
we're bringing freedom and democracy to these poor backwards people in Iraq, and it's going to be great. But of course, you look at Iraq under Saddam Hussein, which wasn't, you know, amazing. He was an asshole, obviously. But you look at the way Iraq was then and the way it is now and the way it's been completely decimated by our military and our intelligence apparatus and all that. And you can see clearly that, you know, all of it was bullshit. Yeah, no, like, no, where are the weapons of mass destruction? Yeah, there's no... Where are they? We're not bringing freedom to anybody. We're bringing no. death and destruction. That's it. That's <laughs> and it. And it's hard for a lot of people to, to shake what they were told for so many years and to see that, you know, it's hard to say to yourself you were lied to for so many years. Yeah. It's like you wasted those years. Like Listen, I, man, like, years I watch these cartoons with my kids and these are cartoons that I've seen with them like over the years mm. but I watch them now and it's like oh my god you know like one in particular is Monsters Incorporate uh, Monsters Inc mm. I don't know if you've ever seen that one I think so that one is straight up about everything that they talk about adrenochrome and all that kind of stuff it is all about that <laughs> it is all about that and it's like I'm 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 sitting here and I'm like oh my god I have watched this movie so many times and it's not until now that I see mm -hmm. how they still find a way to inject their messages through the children you know yeah. it's amazing down to making sure that the children see the earth is a globe right before the show comes on yeah. like you know like the even just <laughs> subtle things yeah you if know you, could, uh, you can hold their brains early it's much easier down the line it is it else. got me it yeah. got me you know what i mean <laughs> i couldn't believe that everything was a lie and when i say everything is a lie i'm using it loosely but not at the same time right because you know, and the funny thing is you talked about, they say conspiracy theorists, and it's like a nasty little slander that they can throw on you when you're not reporting exactly, you know, parroting what they're saying. And it's like, yeah, but we're not the ones committing conspiracies. We're just people. Only you guys are making the conspiracy. Like, you guys are conspiring. This is what you're doing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a crazy world, and once you start seeing it, it becomes even crazier. Um, I did want to get into some of your background. Uh, I understand okay. that you were in Mexico. Um, what were the circumstances that led up to you being uh, ended up in Mexico? Whoa! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least what you can talk about, obviously. Well, I mean, I'm very um, open about everything with my situation. So basically. Um, Right before COVID, like when COVID was kind of like getting crazy, um, I was already living in Holland. I had already left the States in 2017, the end of it, um, because um, my son was sick and I was trying to give him alternative treatments outside of the United States because the United States does not do anything for children with this thing called autism and i am using my bunny ears because i can't say what it actually is on youtube and um uh trying to get him treatments and everything so we were living in holland and um during the time i was living in holland uh me my husband came up with a technology 
that fix something called preventable blindness. Um, it's it affects more than 2.3 billion of the population, and um, it's literally just people's inability to be able to get eyeglasses to correct their astigmatisms. Mm. So he created a technology. He's got 17 patents for it, and he's created a pair of spectacles that can dispense any pair of prescription glasses, no matter what the strength is, within the matter of five minutes. And it can all be done by hand. You don't need a machinery. You don't need a lab. You know, you would just get everything from us. We would send you a kit and people could go out and start dispensing glasses to people. Sounds like an amazing thing, right? Because glasses are so freaking expensive, right? Yeah. Well, you know, the powers that be wanted it to be a machine and uh, they wanted to control it like how they do everything else. And uh, my husband did the dumb decision of saying no. <laughs> no. You know, he's like, no, I created this to give people the ability to be able actually to afford glasses. You know, they wanted to make it like a college course and they wanted to create this whole thing to make all this cost all of this money and it completely was against all the principles of the technology you know the whole part of creating it was because we wanted people to be able to get glasses because they can't now you know um so when he said no um you know things got a little weird <laughs> and <laughs> And uh, in that same time, um, we were doing the prison systems. We were doing the eye care for the prison systems in Maryland, Virginia, and Florida. And uh, but the home base was in Maryland. That's where I'm from. I'm originally from Maryland. And uh, during that time, during the course of that 14 years, we had seen so much medical neglect. Um, what would happen is um, we did everything in regards to optometry. So we would see the prisoners, we would do their eye exams, we would dispense them eyeglasses, but anything in regards to like anything chronic, if they had diabetes or anything like that, we would have to refer them to the ophthalmologist for further care, you know, surgeries, medication, what have you. Yeah. Well, the ophthalmologist just wasn't seeing the patients. So we would keep getting the same patients over and over again. And we're like, hey, like we gave you your glasses, nothing more we can really do, you know, and their vision is just getting worse. And some people were even starting to go blind. So uh, we went to our medical prime, the people who we worked for, we let them know that, hey, we're seeing the same repeat patients. The ophthalmologist is not seeing it. They keep, keep, they keep getting put on his list. He's not showing up. He's just not seeing them. But he's still getting paid tax dollars as if he's seeing the patients, right? Mm -hmm. So we tried to handle it internally. So they did nothing. Went to the state. And the state said they were going to do something. And they, they did. They just deleted the patient's ophthalmology records. <laughs> yeah yeah so um after that we were like okay cool good for us we have copies of everything you know what i mean so um after that we went public we wrote a whistleblower letter to all the media letting everybody know about the prisoner medical neglect that's taking place you know and uh 
they terminated our contract less in less than 24 hours afterwards which is against all of the whistleblower provisions you know all that bs right and then when i tell you it's bullshit all of that is bullshit all of that is just fake it's not real there is no protection the reason that no one ever speaks up or does anything is because they're afraid to lose all their livelihood which happened to us <laughs> it actually happened to us but um so all of these things kind of transpired at the same time during COVID. it all happened during COVID. but during COVID, we made a couple of smart decisions like we left the states when we saw how crazy that the states were handling things when everything broke out. So we came to Mexico. We found a little spot that we liked. So we got a place down here in Mexico. And um, we've been kind of just here ever since. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had a very colorful, colorful experience <laughs> with cartels. And uh you know, our government is so lovely. They always make sure that I'm always accompanied everywhere I go, even if I don't ask for it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, and it's so crazy because when you're, when you're doing these things, when you're just trying to get things to be done right, you're not even thinking that you're creating a target on your back. You're really thinking that you're handling things amicably and you know you're just trying to get something that's so easily fixed fixed but when you start getting into the meat of the things then you start realizing what you're really a part of and you're a part of tax dollar fraud you're a part of um uh corruption um political parties um maryland is a democratic state for anyone who watches this yeah. And and doesn't know, um, and uh, everything is connected, and everyone is connected, and just like your media, whatever the boss, the big the the boss who makes the decision says is what everyone has to say, and that's just it. So I pretty much just we've been stuck in Mexico. Fortunately for us, we do have a house, and um, you know we're making relationship with the people in the community. So, um, you know, that's helped out, but you know, it's shitty, you know, because so many other things have been taken, like my house in the States has been taken and vandalized and vandalized. Uh, my insurance company would not cover it. Like nothing that's supposed to happen happens for me. And I'm supposed to just think that I'm just crazy and it has nothing to do with everything that's going on, you know? Yeah. So um, that's kind of like a brief synopsis of, of of what's going on and why I'm in Mexico. But um, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's 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 all coming out. You know, you see the FBI agents who were talking about January six and saying that you know they weren't with it. They wanted to come forward about the information that they knew, and you saw what the FBI did to them. Like they froze their bank accounts, you know, like one gentleman even said that they made him move and then fired him and then wouldn't even let him get his kids clothes. You know, like they make shit really, really uncomfortable, but hopefully that the public will see this and these agencies and, and, and these, these organizations 
will get um, dismantled because we don't need them. All they're here for is to just cover up the horrible shit that our government's doing. They're not doing anything for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> I was. I hate to be so cynical about shit, but I've become so cynical, especially about politics and the political process and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Over the last few years, I fear like the only thing that's going to fix everything and get all that shit dismantled is just going to come with like the complete collapse of the United States from whatever, whatever cause that is, whatever mm -hmm. uh, amalgam of causes, whatever it is, there's going to be a complete collapse of the government's ability to do anything. And because people are obviously so dependent on the government in so many ways by design, it's just going to be thrown into such chaos that it's going to be horrible for everybody. And that's the only way that places like the FBI or whatever are going to cease to exist is just the whole government ceases to exist because it just can't function anymore under the weight of, you know, whatever forces are, you know, acting upon it or whatever. Well, it's designed to do that. It's time. Mm -hmm. America's time is up. America has shed blood and destabilized so many countries for so long. And all of the lies have come to the surface. You know, whatever is done in the dark is going to come out in the light. And it is. I mean, the light is bright and everything is out there. So unfortunately, that is what's going to happen. I mean, I'm in Mexico every day. I see that the, the, the dollar's value is going down every day. Yep. Every day. You know, and um, this is not um, this is not by accident. You know, uh, Bud Bud uh, Anheim, um, Bud Light, Target, North Face, all of these uh, corporations, these very very successful corporations, are not just making a dumb decision out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. It's all intentional. I mean, you think that Target and North Face didn't see what happened to Bud Light? Yeah. Is that what we really believe? Are we that dumb? <laughs> you know? We can't be that dumb. You know, it's all being intentionally done so they can go underground or wherever the hell they think they're going to go. Some people say Antarctica. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I don't have any insight on that. But I know that they have an agenda and they have a plan. Just like this whole thing that we've experienced for the past three years. Did you see that one um, senator, I believe, in Canada who was really, really harsh about the mandates and everything in the beginning? And she's come out and apologized hmm. to the people who did not cooperate with the mandates because she said, I really believe that you know, they were the ones that were the cause of the spread and everything. And uh, so people are coming around, even if it's disingenuous or not. People are trying to be at least on the right side of history now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Early than never. That's for sure. For real. Um, before we wrap up, I did want to get into uh, the stuff about the paintings. Uh, uh, I mentioned to you... Um, it's, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. There's, you have a lot of long-form videos and interviews and stuff. Yeah. Um, what can you tell people about what you do in that area to kind okay. of get them interested in going to check it out? Okay, so um, basically in this journey, 
that I've been in, um, traveling around the world, um, looking for alternative medical access for different things and not just autism. I mean, everything, you know, because you get, you get so much, uh, literature about all of these different places that are doing treatments and have cures for different things that America is just like, it'll never happen. You know, like cancer is always going to be here. You know what I mean? You know, like, and it's so many other places that are like, no, you just do this and you know, you'll be better in this, all of this stuff. Uh, and even down to whether the earth is flat or round, you know, uh, I don't, me personally, I will always say that I don't believe that anyone knows what the shape is, but I know for a fact, it's not what NASA is telling us. That's what, that's, that's how I, that's how I kicked off <coughs> that whole thing. Um, so what happened was looking into all of those things and just going down all the rabbit holes and seeing exactly how much we've been lied to about everything. And I mean, everything. Um, it even brought me to the Bible. Um, and I wasn't, uh, uh, I didn't read the Bible. I'm, and I'm, I'm still not a religious person. I like to believe I'm a spiritual person, but, um, I'm not, I'm not a religious person. Um, but I do refer to biblical texts, um, for history, just for this thing we call life. Right. So, um, which led us to the artwork. And um, because I study medicine and the body and all of these things, everything is connected. When I see it's all connected, it's all connected. The reason that you cannot get your hands on this artwork, I mean, the Mona Lisa is like $700 million. Um, Basquiat, his stuff, my six-year-old can draw better than him, okay? <laughs> Yep. But his paintings are selling for 50 to 100 to 200 million dollars. Why? You know, like you really have to start asking your question, why do you do we really have we really been so indoctrinated that we believe that it's because they hang with fancy people? You know, like that doesn't make any sense. Why can't you go get a Bible for free, a dollar store? Or even hell, you used to be able to find them in a hotel. You can get them anywhere. But you cannot get your access to this artwork. So when we started looking at the body, we started looking at the Bible, we started looking at the artwork because things started to look very, very familiar. And uh, like the, the making of Adam, I'm not going too much into it, but this one particular picture is the one that kind of was like that light bulb. Like oh shit they're hiding what's going on in the artwork uh the making of adam the making of adam is showing you specifically a part in the body a specific part in the body where we are connected directly to god and you can call god whatever you want to i don't care what religion it is okay we all have a connection to a creator that little voice in your head, that little voice in your head that's saying, what the hell is she talking about? You know, that voice is coming from a place. 
and it's coming from a direct source. And um, in the video that we have, um, I encourage people to look at it. I don't do it for views. YouTube suppresses my views, so it doesn't matter to me. I don't get monetized. I don't make money off of it or anything. Once we started finding it, we just started making videos, very shitty videos, by the way, too. No poor, <laughs> poor quality, poor audio, all of that. It's terrible. But we're giving you some really good information. We are being very specific. Um, it, it even tells you about events that were painted years ago in the Renaissance. Events that are happening today, literally today. And um, so I actually am encouraging people to open their minds, open their eyes, because if everybody starts looking at the art, we could really get ahead of some things. It's the reason that they have a hold on it. It's the reason that no matter what happens in the world, World War One, World War Two, you hear about all of these crazy events that are taking place. But the people, when they, at the end of all the time, when the wars and everything are taking place, the people are always so grateful for the people who saved the artwork. Like, you can look it up. It's amazing. You'll hear these people getting all of this notoriety because they saved the, the, the artwork from a burning building or something like that. Like, why is art so important? Well, it's really important because they have specific people that are able to translate what is going to happen. You can call them a prophet if you want to. I don't believe they're prophets. I believe they have access to something. Mm. Um, Michelangelo um, Botticelli is the one who originally painted the Sistine Chapel in Rome. Uh, when the paint started to fade, the Pope wanted Michelangelo to come and repaint it and, and you know, fix the colors and everything. So Michelangelo comes, he paints it, and he paints in the ceiling a subliminal message that says the Pope is the devil, right? <laughs> this is true shit. So when the Pope found out, he literally sent out a, basically a bounty on Michelangelo, arrested him, and imprisoned him at the Vatican until he fixed the whole thing. And he kept him there, literally prisoner. That's the other thing. These artists were prisoners. Da Vinci, Michelangelo, all of these people were prisoners. They were being held against their will. <laughs> but the institutions get to keep these people. And um, I don't think that people really, I think people really need to have more of an appreciation for art because a lot more is going on there than you can imagine. It's a, it's a whole nother history that you don't know anything about. Wow. This is really interesting stuff. I definitely, uh, hey, people go check it out. I've been scrolling your information along the bottom as we've been okay. talking. So uh, everybody go check that out, uh, including the, uh, the iFocus, iFocusExperience.com as well. Uh, where are some other places people can find you online, social media, all that good stuff? Um, so I have a Rumble account. Um, Rumble actually has more videos because YouTube senses everything. And I've lost a lot of things on YouTube because they call, uh, suspend me because I tell the truth. Um, but the Rumble is um, Can You Dig It 1111. Um, 
I suggest people really go there because like I said, it's more content there. Um, I have Twitter. Anybody can reach out to me in my DMs. They're open. Unless you're a weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. Don't send me weird shit, y'all. Seriously. <laughs> I'm a married woman with four kids. Don't send weird shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah, but I, I, I do uh, offer by DMs to, to, for people to come in because I'm trying to get with other like-minded people people who have information because I believe that if we come together we can't be ignored you know what I mean like you know I know that YouTube censors but we can work within the lines you know what I mean and we can still get our message out we know that we can't rely on mainstream media we know that they're lying to us like we know I can't say a word on here I just found out you can't say R-A-P-E on YouTube. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that will put like a, they would do a title or something or something like that. They'll put a star in the the word just to, you know, avoid the problems. But like, what is the, it's a word and it's a word of a terrible action. And we're not saying do it. Right. <laughs> we're talking about it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> So you got to see that it's something really broken here. That's my yeah. whole point. It's something really, really broken here. You know, like I said, Candace Owens just got her channel suspended because you can't say anything against whatever the mainstream media is saying. You have to see that something's wrong with that. Absolutely. You know? Hopefully more and more people are seeing that. Azen, yeah. I want to thank you for being on the show. No problem. To, uh, to come on and uh, love to have you back sometime. We'll talk about more shit. That's what's up. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> have a good, right. good night. There you go. Asian03 on Twitter. All the stuff scrolling, as I said. Go check it out. I was debating whether I wanted to play a clip or something to go out for the end of the show. I don't know. We'll see if I find something good. Hold on. Let me go to the SoundCloud. Find something to wrap up. Some uh, amazing, should be award-winning type of, you know, stuff that we've done in the past. You know, like Dick Bong. I could play Dick Bong. I could play He's Trump. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with Dick Bong. That, that's a good way to go out. And uh, if I mean, you may think you know what Dick Bong is about, but if you haven't heard it, you really don't know. You think you know about Dick Bong? Well, better get schooled, son. Hello. The name is Bong. Dick Bong. The ladies love me, and even some of the fellas too. Am I a dick? Am I a bong? I'm both. Pack some weed into my nutsack. Stick me in your mouth. Or your vagina, or your ass, or your ear, 
whatever turns you on, whatever gets you high. Dick, bong. I like my bong water neither shaken nor stirred. You can spill that shit. Don't want to spill the bong water. It stinks. And it gets into the carpet. And then you need your carpet shampooed. Point is, don't shake nor stir the bong water. Dick. Bong. Happy smoking. And or masturbating. <laughs>